On Demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, June the 27th, 2014. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. In Akko, firefighters have given the all-clear after dealing with an ammonia leak at the Unilever Strauss factory. A nearby mall that was evacuated has been reopened. Earlier, in line with protocol, the Akko and Naharia train stations were closed. During a military exercise at an IDF base in the south of the country this week, two IDF officers and two soldiers were lightly hurt when ordnance exploded. Two of the injured were taken to hospital for treatment. The IDF spokesman said that the blast was caused by mishandling of the item. The commander of the IDF Engineering Corps barred the use of explosives used to neutralize minefields until the inquiry into the incident is completed. In the south, three fires were caused by arson balloons launched from the Gaza Strip. One fire that erupted between two homes in a kibbutz and the Shar Hanegav Regional Council was immediately extinguished. Sources in Israel believe that Russian military operations in the region are behind the recent GPS navigation system disruptions at Ben-Gurion Airport. A senior Israeli official recently traveled to Moscow to discuss the matter. Meanwhile, a Russian source told Khan News that the report is fake news. A Khan reporter says that the disruptions were only registered by planes in the air and not ground sensors. The Civil Aviation Authority stressed that at no point did the disruptions cause any safety incidents and that pilots can navigate without the GPS. Politics. Reserve Major General Yair Golan, who joined forces with former Prime Minister and Defense Minister Ehud Barak in the latter's political comeback, says the reason for forming the new party is due to the absence of an attractive option in the central left-wing bloc around which other bodies can unite. Speaking on Khan Radio, Golan said that Barak is the most suited person to serve as prime minister and the new party will add to the bloc and expand it. He added that blue and white is missing passion and a formed vision, two things that Barak possesses. Gantz is worthy, Golan said, but Barak more. Golan described his own political leanings as Zionist left and not left wing, a term, he said, has be- that has become a slur. He said he is in favor of separation from the Palestinians and stressed that he is entering politics in order to remain and to advance a Jewish, humanistic, and democratic vision. Golan said that he does not rule out any party that supports the state and its institutions, including the Arab parties. And he added that he hopes former IDF chief of staff, Gadi Eisenkot, join the public sphere and speculated that he thinks he will. Likud Cabinet Minister Ophira Kunis says that Ehud Barak was the country's worst prime minister and was tossed out of office a year after entering it. Speaking on Khan Radio, Akunis said that contrary to Golan's opinion, Barak is not suited to serve as prime minister. Akunis then blamed Yisrael Beitenu leader Avigdor Lieberman for being the reason Israel is now holding what he called unnecessary and wasteful elections in September. And another comment, Blue and White Knesset member Orna Barbibai has welcomed Ehud Barak back to politics and says that his party is not an alternative to the current leadership. She said that blue and white represents the Israeli center and Barack does not pose a threat. I know Barack's platform and our alternative is clear, she said. 
The Merits Party is holding its leadership primary today. Some 1,000 committee members can vote for current party leader Tamar Zandberg or former MK Nitsan Horowitz. Polls will close at 10 p.m. with results expected a half hour later. In diplomatic news, the White House has expressed satisfaction with the outcome of the Bahrain Economic Summit and expressed hope that it will give a positive boost to the administration's peace initiative. In a statement released on social media after the event, U.S. President Donald Trump's senior advisor and son-in-law Jared Kushner said that the Bahrain workshop affirmed that the economic component of the administration's Israeli-Palestinian peace proposal is an executable plan if a political solution and right government structure are in place. Meanwhile, a senior Fatah official says that there's been no progress on the crisis over Israeli tax revenue transfers to the Palestinian Authority. Hussein Asheh, who is the Palestinian Authority liaison to Israel, took part in a meeting in Jerusalem yesterday between the Israeli and Palestinian finance ministers. In recent months, the Palestinian Authority has refused to accept the tax revenue transfer in protest over Israel's deduction from the sum of the amount that Ramallah pays in stipends to terrorist families and security prisoners. The weather outlook, slightly cooler today, but still unseasonably warm. Tomorrow, cooler with a return to normal temperatures for the time of year. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 32, Tel Aviv 29, Haifa 30, Beersheba 36, and in Eilat going up to 42 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.